podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Gorilla World Cup. The highlights. Gorilla World Cup. The highlights. Oh, if you want to know all the news and more, this team right here gives you more than the score. All the action, the wickets and more. Gorillas call it. Anyway, quickly before the game starts, we probably should say there have been two, one change each for the teams. I'll happily get back into one. No, no, you go. Replica, I'll, replica I'll cricket, cricket purchasing later. But um, two changes, one for each team. New Zealand, Ferguson has dropped out after being injured in the game against Australia and unable to bowl three overs with Southie coming back in for him. Whereas South Africa have made one change, Rabada back fit again after missing the last match against Pakistan and he is replaced slightly unluckily to Bruce Jamsey who got four wickets in the last match but uh, on back to their usual pace dominance. I guess the yeah, usual pace dominance which has served them well. It's hard to leave a guy like Rabada out but um, it is. Yeah. When, he, when he's fit but yeah the spinner drops out and um, another beautiful day in India about 31 degrees yes. 44% humidity I think not a cloud in the sky and uh, a very good crowd. I've seen a few of these games where Builds during the first session, perhaps people having to go collect their paper tickets and, and working out what's going on, but certainly a very healthy crowd. And, and for second versus third on the table, um, it's for you here, here tonight. No, can't wait today. This is going to be an absolute ripper of a game. You mentioned before that you've got South Africa as your favourites for tonight. I'm actually going to pick the contrary view on this one. I'm backing New Zealand based simply on the fact that I reckon New Zealand, they've, they've pushed the top teams closer than any other team has in this competition. I think they've got a little bit more under their belt than South Africa does. Batting batting close to a wash, I think New Zealand's got a slightly stronger bowling attack. Sorry to New Zealanders present, the cockroaches of the the World Cup. They're always there. And the reigning, what what I believe, they are are the reigning World Cup champions, along with England. Yes. I don't think there's any doubt about that, so let's uh, see how they go. But it's going to be Trent Bolt bowling the first ball to De Kock, and he leaves it as it just shapes away outside the off stump. Henry's bowling a half volley, and that one's gloriously played through extra cover. There's no one there, and that's gone for four. That's the first boundary of the innings. He played that on the up. Not much foot movement, but it really was there to be hit. And he made no mistake. Ten for none. Henry's coming in. Bavuma's going up and over cover. That's a good shot. There's no one out there, and that's gone all the way for six. DeCock steering that one through the offside, just behind square for four. That really raced off the bat. I wasn't sure if he was... In complete control there as Bolt pitched that one up, but he'll get a boundary. It's 28 for none. Bolt doing his best to keep things quiet. And that one has taken the outside edge and it's been caught at slip. He, well, he has got the edge. It's is that Mitchell there takes the catch, diving low down to his right. But it was always going to be taken. And after Bavuma had played missed a few times, that angled ball across him has done the trick. And Bolt's got a much-deserved wicket. He's got one for 12 into his fifth over. As the ball just decked and just kept going away. Bavuma was reaching for it, and that's a good catch. Low down, safe as houses, and South Africa lose their first wicket. It's 38 for one. Anyway, it is a left-hander on strike now. Decox edging, and it's almost caught a gully. And instead, it goes down to wide third. The guy who went for the dive, I'm not sure who that is, is on the ground, sort of on his stomach, uh, banging into the turf like a toddler having a tantrum. Yeah, that was a was great dive by Glenn Phillips to his right. Uh, reminded me very much of the catch that he took in the T20 World Cup in Australia against, uh, against the Aussies in the first match over there in Sydney. Right. So he is an excellent fielder, but he wasn't able to hold on to that one. 
that would have been catch of the tournament too. He did get a good bit of his hand to it. He was in the air like Superman. And De Kock does this time unveils a delightful pull stroke to not an overly short delivery here from Southie. It looks like De Kock had the sense that if it was even remotely in his wheelhouse that he was swinging this one towards legside. And he does. He times it well, gets it into the boundary, backwards of square leg. It seems like he's had enough now. Maybe they've they've, they've eyed off Southie. Bolt's gone. Maybe he's the one that has to go where they've got to start playing a few shots, but that was a bit of a long hop. It was there to be hit. It was, and Southie's never going to trouble anyone with his pace, so you know that if he does err a little bit in line and length, that that will give plenty of opportunity for that is the quality of Decock to put it away. This one's fuller, and Decock has lent into this one with an exquisite, sort of extended on drive, times it perfectly, and that is well over the boundary for a massive six. And this time, Decock advances down the wicket. Sanders pulled the length back, which means Decock has to reach for it slightly, but he times it beautifully. It goes straight down the field and over the boundary for six. It's Ravindra, and he, you know, Ravindra's been batting well in this World Cup, and he's thinking, you know what, I need to chase more runs. So he gives a juicy full toss first up to Van der Dusen, who says, thank you very much, and deposits it. And that's the 100 up for South Africa, and perhaps it's Ravindra who has to go. They've into their sixth bowler. They just want to hedge their bets a bit, and yeah, that was really was a rubbish <laughs> delivery. Was, that would have been hit for six in parks. That was utter trash and got exactly what it deserved. Yeah, and that's a better shot by Van Dusen. Straight back over Phillips' head. And has it gone for six? Yes, it's gone all the way for six. Just skipped down, picked up the length, and it was really a flat six over the... Umpire and straight into the side screen. So that ends the over very well for him. Over 10 runs from that over. So Matt Henry's been the weak link in the South, South sorry, in the Kiwi bowling lineup today. 31 or 5.3, but he's he's in a good over here. He's only given away one off three balls. Yeah, Bavuma got to him a bit early where it was just a bit too full, and not sure what's going on in the field here with a. Henry might be, might, might be injured, perhaps. Yeah, he's yeah, pulled the captain to say... Uh, yeah. Thinks he's pulled a hamstring. Yeah, so just working out which bowler <laughs> finishes the over. Southie and Bolt are both in there, I think. Or that's, is that Santner and Bolt? Um, that's a real problem for New Zealand with... Um, Ferguson, Ferguson also Ferguson down. Yeah. I put that down to you, Chris. You... And the minute you called him weak link, he was off. <laughs> and perhaps a tactical sub. <laughs> we'll get someone else in. We've got six bowls. We've got a few out of Ravindra, so perhaps we'll... Uh... But it might be Jimmy Neesham, it looks like, to come in, yeah. who hasn't had a bowl yet. Oh, as oh, full of delivery here from Van der Dusen is hammered back at the bowler. Neesham gets a leg in the way of this one. Less by design and more by accident Ooh. there, I think. I reckon he might have been trying to get his shins out of the way there because this has probably hammered him. And he's, I think it's hit his arm, His arm, sorry. And amongst all that, there was a mix-up and there was a shot at the stumps. Which would have had... Cock had given up, I think, at the non-striker's end. No, that, you're Ooh. right. That has hit his wrist. Oh, oh that's dangerous. Could a be another injury? Yeah, DeCock, yeah, DeCock was... Completely given up. And he was cold. Oh. Yeah, we... We could be down another bowler here for New Zealand. Well, more importantly, he's batting, <laughs> chasing these big scores yeah, exactly. at this stage. If he can't 
whether they try the magic spray or if he's hopefully he hasn't broken anything. No, but that's a real, real worry. Because more for his batting than his bowling. Yeah, touch wood is okay because yeah, it does look as, as you exactly correctly point out, Ben. His batting is going to be key in this chase, and because it looks like they'll be you know chasing a not insignificant total at this stage, and yeah, Nishan provides a lot of that lower order power that uh, or middle order power that they might be relying on. Now that's kind of a disappointing anticlimax. <laughs> I think a lot of balls are going to start flying away <laughs> to the boundary at this stage. Yep, he's gone again. This one is not well timed by Van der Dusen. It's gone up in the air. It's oh. Bolt coming back from mid-off. He's had a fling at this one. Bit of a dive, and he has not laid a hand on it. That was in the air for a long time. I thought he had enough time to settle under that Bolt, but he just didn't. He couldn't quite get back fast enough from the edge of the circle and has just sort of had to dive backwards, flinging a single right hand out, and it did not stick. Settle. This time DeCock's taken a big swing at this one going down leg. He's timed it nicely. It is mighty aerial and it has gone over the ropes for six. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I've, I've, I've hit the wrong jingle because not only has he gotten a six on this one, he has, and I've hit the wrong one again. Um, <laughs> that six definitely was on fire though. There we go. This is why I don't play DJ very often because uh, Quinn DeCock has made a century as well as hitting a mighty six there from the last ball of Nations over. That takes Quinton DeCock from a to a mighty 100 from 103 deliveries. That's four centuries. Four of the big ones for DeCock in this tournament. <laughs> well, I can't believe I said that. It was an interesting <laughs> shot. It was just a pirouette. Uh, from the crease. It was almost a half volley and he helped it on its way. And what a way to bring up the 100, yeah. From just the 103 balls, there's a little patch after he got to his 50 where he just slowed down a bit, but yep. certainly the last 30 or 40 runs, he's put the foot down, that run rate up to 5.7. And well, with 14 overs to go, they'd be looking at 10 and over from here. This is short and it's cut in a lofted manner, straight through backward point for four runs. That takes Vanderdussen up to 90. This one is wide and it is lofted into the air. This is a wicket as it's caught at backward point, sort of a gully position. And that's de Kock out for 114. It's over, it's over, it's over. Well, we sure did curse him in that over. Chris talking about how beautiful they were playing, and that's the wicket. Eight runs from the over, and a wicket off the last ball. Southie's figures are now one for 56 from eight. Vanderdussen is still out there on 91, and, of course, this brings David Miller to the crease in at four. So now we have Vanderdussen on 96 not out. And this next ball has gone all the way for four runs behind square. And uh, that is Rassi Vanderdussen. 100 runs from almost a perfect 101 deliveries. And that takes South Africa to 251. The 250 is up. 251 for two with a run rate overall of six. Vanderdussen take about 100 runs.
Another full ball outside of Stump and this is in the sky. It's gone out into the deep, but the fielder sends it over the boundary for six. It's an attempted catch. He got his hands to it, but could not manage to take that catch at long off. And that has gone for six runs. Another full ball banded us and sends it sailing into the sky. This time he makes no mistake. It goes a couple of rows back. And that is another six off Nisham to end the Nisham over. And that looks like, oh, my goodness, I can't even add up all of that score. That's a lot of runs off that over. Chris, you can add them up for me. I think it's 200, 20. 278 for two at the end of that over. How many runs? I think that was 20 of that over. Oh, wow. And Southie is in the attack here, and he has rattled the stumps of Van der Dusen. That sends back the second centurion of the innings for South Africa. Excellent innings here by Van der Dusen. Good ball from Southie. Kind of a slower ball, which he bowled into the wicket. Held up a little bit, slow off the pitch. Van der Dusen was through his shot, and it has taken off the bales, ending his innings at 133. South Africa's three for 316 as this is a very tasty delivery for Miller. It's a good length ball on the leg stump and it is a simple act for Miller to just pick this one up and deposit it over the fine leg fence for a six. That takes him to 50 as well. We've got milestones everywhere as well. It's a C and it also takes South Africa to 350. They're three for 351. Two balls left in this innings. And this might be another <laughs> six. No. Ooh, no, I don't think so. It's been caught potentially. They're going to have a look at this one on the boundary. Miller picked up a good length ball outside off stump from Nishan, attempting to hit it over long off. Daryl Mitchell there on the boundary has caught it running around to his right just in front of the boundary rope. But as catching it, he's just had to step over the boundary line but has tossed it up to himself. It looks like he's done it well and this is going to be okay. And if so, that's the end of David Miller. This is what Nishim tried to, uh, sorry, Labashain tried to do the other night but not as Yep, professionally there. as this was done. We are looking at this again on the replay and this has been artfully done by Mitchell. He's let go of it just inside the ropes as he stepped over but gave himself enough time to be able to run back in and take the catch. It's over, it's over, it's over. It is over. But... Do not despair that it is over. Rejoice that it happened. Um, for what it was a rather well put together little display of hitting at the end of the innings by David Miller. Well, that was a <laughs> gift given by Jimmy Neesham to Adrian Markram. He's bowled this one short into the wicket, which has allowed Markram to step inside the line of the ball, hit it well over the head of short fine leg, and Markram has finished with a six off his only ball of the innings. I believe in miracles Since you came out to bat You six to three Well, that ends a brilliant display of batting and craftsmanship from South Africa and the way that they've pulled together a sort of excellent total here that will be an immense challenge for New Zealand to chase down. 
The score has ended at four for 357, which means that New Zealand will be coming back, needing 358 runs to win. But before we sort of shut down here for a little bit, let's... Let us run through the scorecard, Krishna. Yeah, so Quinton de Kock um, at the top, he had scored 114 of 116 balls, so striking at about 100, not quite there. Excellent professional innings by Quinton again, and that's his fourth century of this series, so he's had an excellent World Cup. Temba Bavuma was the first man out for 24. Rassi van der Dusen got to 100 off about 100 balls and then really started to accelerate finished on 133 of 118 balls and then there was some really powerful hitting by David Miller at the end, 53 of 30 and uh, Heinrich Klaas and 15 off 7. Markram had one ball to face and he got a maximum of that so 6 runs for him, so really well done off the bowlers, we know Matt Henry had to go off early due to a, what looked like a hamstring injury and how long or how he'll be out for. We're not quite sure, but he bowled 5.3 overs. None for third. Trent Bolt was the pick of the ball. Um, one for 49 off his completed allotted 10 overs. In a score of 357, that was a really good effort. Tim Southey, first game back for a while for him. Uh, struggled today. 10 overs, 2 for 77. Santner, no wicket for 58. Kept it tight, I guess, in, the, in a score of 350, but didn't look threatening at all. Phillips, none for 52 off 7 lost some of the the uh, magic that he had in the previous games and went for seven uh, runs and over. And James Neesham, I guess he, he had the bad night out, 5.3 overs, one for 69, went at 12.5 overs, uh, 12.5 runs and over. Well, that is the tail of the tape. South Africa, 4.357 off their 50 overs. We're going to be back in about 25 to 30 minutes, shall we say to see if New Zealand can chase down a challenging total of 358. In the meantime, let's enjoy some cats. We're away. And uh, the first ball from Janssen. It got swing, and it was followed by Conway. But wide of uh, the second slip, and yes, they do have two slips in already. And why not? And uh, they've come through for a single. Clipped, um. clipped off the legs there. So the first four of the... Uh, of the innings, Devon Conway left-handed. Oh, he's edged it, and I believe it's been caught. Yes, it has. Very good catch there, diving to his left at second slip. The first wicket has fallen. Devon Conway is already out. He went for eight, and uh, this is not good news. This is the exact opposite of the start that New Zealand wanted to make. Devon Conway has gone for two off six. New Zealand eight for one at the end of the third over. Here's the answer. This one's short and he's pulling it and it will be caught at fine leg he's got a big top edge from that Ravindra as he tried to get onto the pull shot he managed to sky it up high to fine leg it sat in the air for a little while for a second I thought it might actually clear the boundary we had a choice of six or wicket and it will be a wicket two for 45 Ravindra out for nine off 16 at the end of nine overs here he is again this one's full and it's driven it's a half volley Straight back past the bowler, and he'll go for four as well. Brings up the 50, I think. That's two for 50. Ten overs gone. Two for 51 from New Zealand. They've got they've scored slightly more than Savage did, which was 43 at the same stage. But they've lost those two wickets. Very difficult for them. But otherwise, um, moved along relatively well. 51's not a bad start when you're chasing a big total. 
This one's full. He's got an edge. Perfect delivery just outside of stump, and it swings away slightly. Young is edging it through to the keeper. Out for 33 off 37 balls. Having a strike again. Three for 56 in the 11th over. And Kutzer, the change to him, has worked perfectly. That's an almost perfect delivery. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Tom Latham has just spooned one to the short cover (coughs) posted there. Well, he's not really for that shot. It just completely mistimes it. He's out. And Latham goes for four of 14. So he's uh, kind of stunk up the joint and not scored any runs while he was out there and got out in the most tame fashion. It was a cantered seam. Uh, And he, he, I don't know, I think he was just maybe... A little early on the shot. Yeah, it was almost the leading edge, but not quite, wasn't it? Yeah, it just, uh, it just seemed to completely miss time off. Anyway, <laughs> in comes Rabada again, fourth ball of the over. Oh, edged. Oh. oh, just falling, diving to cock. This is ter- as as uh, I as. I think it was wide of the cock and short of the first slip, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I think it was. I think the cock yeah, might have so. just bruised something in his dive he's getting up a little gingerly I think he's okay he's just rubbing his shoulder having a look at it again again this cantered scene from Rabada which is causing all sorts of problems genuine edge yeah big dive he was wide of the cock and just bounced a foot short of first slip oh <laughs> unbelievable the exact same thing happens after last ball and Phillips is just left slack jawed uh, he doesn't even give a little nod to his. Oh. He's also <laughs> flummoxed that he hasn't got a win of those last two balls so beautifully where they... He didn't. That's that's the nature of cricket. Shit gets wickets and beautiful bowling like that does He's one for 16 or five at the end of the 18th over New Zealand and 90 for four. Oh, hang on. Decision uh, reviewed, I see here. Oh. That's interesting. Oh, oh okay. he did get a nick. Uh, yes, they, uh, if, if, assuming that decision reviewed is correct. I uh, can't see why it wouldn't. Then Bavuba... Seems very cool. close to his... Be- oh, sorry. Yeah. You're a bit ahead of us, are you, Messi? Because we're yeah. just seeing it now. Okay. What? No, there could be just the faintest murmur on all the review, whether it was the bowler or the it's keeper. Very close. We're about to find out. No. no, there doesn't seem to be any no, murmur at all. No. No, absolute flat no. line on Ultra Edge. As you were. South Africa loser review. Well, down the days, Mitchell launches it high, high, high into the Pune sky. That's an excellent catch. And that probably finishes the match as a contest. David Miller takes it down there. Maharaja struck straight away. Uh, Mitchell knew he had to get on with it. He took a calculated gamble off Maharaja's third ball. New Zealand at 90 for five. And Mitchell has gone for 24 off 30. And most likely uh, the last flickering embers of New Zealand. Again, Sentner's stepping back and punching that past the cover, and he's going to get it past the mid-off as well. So it's going to run away for boundary for four. Score goes on to five for 100. And 22.3 overs gone. Yeah, that's a good shot by, by um, Sentner. Really good timing to strike that through the offside before. This bomb by Maharaj is fuller and his chest steps back and it spins past the bat and bowls him. That was a terrible shot. His feet were doing all sorts of worry and Maharaj pumps his fist in celebration 
So after one good shot from Santana, his next ball is picked up the wicket, the sixth wicket down for New Zealand. They're six for 100. And this bad innings by them just gets worse and worse. Here's the answer. His first ball out. is full. Surely. And it is out because he's hit him right on middle stump as he stepped across his crease and with hit the pads and you won't have seen a plumber LBW <laughs> if you watch cricket for a decade because that was hitting middle. Southie's going to walk down and ask about whether everything's is reviewing it. Surely not worth it. He might do it just for the sake of it. Um, I think he has already. Oh, my word. He hasn't walked off. I mean... In some ways, it looks worse if you don't review it because it just looks like you've given up the ghost, doesn't it? If you've got two reviews left, yeah, what a waste of time two this wickets. would be. But, uh, yes, I might write this one to the highlights as out. Sound the out. <laughs> LBW. It was a bit of a slow ball. He stepped across and he just mistimed it. <laughs> just got straight in. It's pitched on. It's I mean, the only possible is it pitched on outside leg and it's no. pitched on middle of the leg. It's hitting on middle of the leg and it's going to smash into the bottom of middle stump. He's back in his crease. He hasn't touched it with the bat. He might as well start walking. I, I really hope he's already over the boundary line because there's <laughs> absolutely no We're reason to review this. Yes. I mean, there's not, he's got plenty of time because it's in his halfway done, but <laughs> that was such a clearly out decision. You should lose both reviews for reviews, <laughs> yeah, like, to be honest. 100%, yeah. Anyway, let's play a jingle. Oh, it's an LBW jingle. I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah, we? we do have one. Here's Maharaj and ended. Oh, oh, he's bowled him. Oh, great ball. He looked to defend it, and it spun through the gates. Absolute ripper from Maharaj. The score, 8 for 110. Nisham out for naught off eight balls. They're coming out with the injury. He's going to just slowly walk off the grounds. And so there we go, finishing this off at a rate of knots right now. Mirage 3 for 12 now. And this ball pitched well outside off stump. That was Good two feet and yes. straight through the gate to hit leg. That was Warnesque. It was indeed. Maharaj is coming round the wicket for start of a six over. And Phillips launches it high into the sky. Has it gone all the way? Yes, it has. So we're going to have a bit of fun now by the look of it. Bolt just had a big look around the field. In comes Maharaj. He advances down the wicket and scotties it way up high in the air. Where's it going to land? Yes, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone for all money. And Maharaj gets the ninth wicket. That's Janssen, I think, down on the boundary. Bolt's gone for nine off 14. The ninth wicket has fallen. New Zealand 133 for nine. And the end is nigh. Maharaj in again, goes for a big slash, he's got it all the way, unfortunately, for one of these. Two, four, six. I, you know, good shot and everything, I suppose. That's a 91 metre six, Maharaj is in again around the wicket, another full leg ball, and this time Phillips is hitting it over the offside, and he's going to pick up four runs through the cover region and that does bring up his 50 really good inning 53 or 46 balls and Phillips is driving that off the back foot good link ball and he's up another six straight down the wicket really good shot he's on to 60 and it's 167 for nine 13 again and he's lofting this one to mid off any mid on and he has been caught that's the end of the game 
Phillips is out, so he tried to repeat the dose. He got a top edge and it flew slowly to mid on where it's been caught. So Phillips is out for 60 and uh, New Zealand are all out for 167 and all the mathematicians will be out there to figure out what their net run rate is and uh, what Pakistan need to do on the weekend when they play South Africa, when they play New Zealand. Fundamentally, it's pretty simple for Pakistan. They need to beat New Zealand. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know. I think that's the basic principle, right? Is forget about the net run rate, just win the game first. Um, what it means is New Zealand having lost to the rest of the, the teams that we think are going to the semi-finals. Um, pretty likely to match up against India, though. Obviously, there's a couple more games to, to determine those placings, and obviously the Pakistan game will become really, really important now pin on other results um, let's call the card so some of us can go to bed South Africa scored th- 4 for 357 on the back of two centuries one from Quint de Kolk and the other Rassi van der Dusen and a smashing 53 of 30 by David Miller New Zealand in response started badly Collingwood was out for two bold, caught mark from Bold and there was then a brief partnership of around 37 runs before Ravindra was out for nine. Will Young was then uh, the next one out, out for 33, and it all went to pot from there, from three for 56. They lost Latham for four, Mitchell for 24, Santner for seven, Southie for seven, Nisha for none, Trent Bolt for nine. Glenn Phillips made a bit of a, a last... Stand repost getting 60 or 50 balls, the only player to really make any dent in the total, took them up to 167. But in the end, that 167 is still a loss of 190 runs. For the bowlers, Marco Jensen, 3 for 31, Nagidi, none for 28, Rabada, 1 for 16, bowled incredibly well and was unlucky not to get more, Kutsi, 2 for 41, and Maharaj, 4 for 46, getting some sharp turn, including an absolute riffer ball to Santner. And uh, South Africa march on. They're headed towards the semi-finals for sure now. They've guaranteed their place. And it's really just a question mostly of whether New Zealand uh, can maintain their spot in the semi in the remaining matches. Uh, Krishna, any last thoughts? Well, just looking at the table, South Africa's next matches are against India and Afghanistan. New Zealand have matches against Pakistan and Sri Lanka. And the other outside chance is Afghanistan, who are on the same number of points as Pakistan. So if they beat Netherlands tomorrow, they will also move to eight points. So we'll have three teams on eight points. So yeah. that it tightens up that part of the competition as well, which is interesting. Their challenge is the games after that, I think, are South African and Australia. <laughs> so, um, yes, indeed. We'll make it difficult for them to keep going forward. Tomorrow we have India versus Sri Lanka that will be on Gorilla Cricket. Um, we'll be back on Friday. I think it's Easter Wednesday. Well, it's probably got moved on to Thursday. But thank you all for joining us. We will catch you in the next match. Enjoy your evening or morning as it may be. I'm Russell and you are listening to Whiteline Wireless in the Box of Dreams. Revolutionary Revolutionary. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.